0: Peace, I'm Allah Duhvahmullah. I'm the author of The Hidden Hand, Rally yourself, as well as Prison Survival, Hell's Prison. Today makes my six year home from being um, incarcerated. So I'm one of the system impacted people that understand that, you know, what's going on a little bit. So what I want to share is that, you know, everybody Talks about recidivism, but they they don't talk about the um what level of access to information, resources, and opportunity that a system impacted person have. Even a person like myself, like you know, have um, associate's degree and a bachelor's degree in um, technology, you know, I don't readily have the opportunities that should have come along with that. And, um, and I look at, you know, this past year, 2020, you know, it wasn't the best year for me financially, emotionally, personally, but I look at everything as a learning experience moving forward, you know, I lost a good friend of mine to suicide. We did around maybe 25 years, 26 or more. Was on on the streets for just a little under two years, and it was it was you know the impact hit me a little different because I found out that he um you know he took his life the same day of my daughter's birthday. So it was you know it was a mixed mixed feelings and emotion. But what I thought was you know why the brother you know did the brother have um opportunity to reach out? The other brothers that was in a situation to talk to see a lot of time there is no network for people that's formerly incarcerated or system impact when they come out here like you got the aa meetings you got the drug anonymous meetings you even got sex anonymous meetings but there's no type of meetings or networks for brothers that's that was system impacted that can be like you know what i understand you know what, you're going through. Understand what you might be feeling at this moment because I have experienced going through the same thing. And it's a different level because a person that did two years in prison can't understand the mentality of a person that did 20 years in prison and what they engage in out here in the society. But the fact that there's really no network for brothers and sisters that are system impacted. They have to literally go with it at alone. And then, you know, we throw in the mental health aspect because don't get it twisted. Nobody comes out of prison unscathed mentally or emotionally. So the level of which that has to be impacted and studied and understand, you know, there's no value in it. So people don't study it. People don't try to understand it. You know, even people that love you don't understand. it. So where does that leave people that was formerly incarcerated or system impacted in today's time? Like people say, well, you could do this, you could do that, you can do this, but they're coming from a perspective that they really don't know because they're coming from a perspective of a person that never been impacted by the system. With that being said, you know, we have to look at, you know, what resources are really available. And I'm not talking about resources that, you know, keep people in the lowest rung of society because, you know, a lot of brothers and sisters that come home, they are highly intelligent and they are highly dynamic. and and society would have them be at the lowest rung in society from an economic standpoint unless they want to be some type of poverty pimp and pimp people but um that's crazy so where is the network for these people like myself where is the opportunities even when you go back to school even when you do everything society say you're supposed to do but it doesn't unfold like that. Like transitioning to back into society is not an easy transition because you thought a certain way, you use certain skills for however long you was in prison in order to survive. Now to survive in society, they telling you every skill that you learned, your way of thinking, your way of moving, your way of talking, is obsolete out here, and then they don't they, they don't realize that it has to be a transitional period for you to understand that, especially when you start working in jobs that's not construction. See, when you work in construction field, you could you won't be comfortable there because there's other brothers like you, so you can still talk how you was talking when you was on the yard. Nobody get offended. But when you start trying to transition into these more um, professional jobs, then it becomes an issue, then it becomes a problem because you learn that there's certain words that you normally use, you can't use, even though that these words are not offensive to you and these words is not offensive to your peers. But these words are offensive in those settings that you're trying to now move in. And um, people don't take a step back and look at like, you know, how does that affect a person opportunity that's trying to do right. These are things that nobody talk about because maybe they don't understand. And I'm gonna take it to the fact that they don't understand. So it's like, it's incumbent on people that do understand, that's been impacted, that is trying to make it happen, so-called, what they call the legit route, to share, to share their experiences. You know, I know as men, sometimes we feel like, you know, we don't want to show vulnerability because we showing a sign of weakness, man. Now, nah, sometimes through that vulnerability, you learn the greatest lesson, man, facts and it's like so there's nothing wrong with being vulnerable you know you might not like it while you're going through it but you want to learn you want to learn a great lesson man you know and um we in a we in a um i don't know man we, we in a time we never been in before man like you know we in a time where for regular people opportunities are scarce so people that system impacted or formerly incarcerated the opportunities are even scarcer You know, then when you have, you know, you have children and things like that, you 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 got wives, whatever, husbands, if you're a woman or you gay, your partner, you look at things different because, you know, bills still gotta get paid, you still gotta eat, you still gotta shelter, you still gotta go to and fro to try to make other opportunities happen. And, um, you know, so when the day we in right now with this Corona and that's a whole nother issue, man, but it's it's impacting everybody globally, but it impacts us a little bit more. So where is our network to where we could be like, you know what? Well, this is how I'm feeling today. This is, yo, I just want to vent without looking like a sucker. I just want to vent. I just want to vent. That's it. Like, you know what I mean? Because at the end of the day, I'm still gonna you know, get up and try to make something happen. I'm still gonna study. I'm still gonna try to find a, a way to do something. But right now, I just wanna think. And um, those um, networks don't readily exist. And I think that that's where we have, to, we have to look into it because nobody's gonna create that unless we create it ourselves really nobody really gives an F that you've been in prison for how long. They don't really care about the mental trauma you've been through. They don't really care about the physical wars you've been in before prison, during prison. They don't really care about that stuff. So they don't really understand. And should they? I don't know. You know, that's, a, that's a, another topic. But I know, like, we're coming up upon, you know, a critical voting season. It's critical. We got a dude that's a, a we got a dude that's a madman. And then, <clears throat> and when I say that, if if you ever get a moment on the History Channel, they talk about the rise of Hitler or the rise of Nazi Party. Just it's long, but it's worth watching. And um, when you see how Hitler came to power and what he was about, you know what I mean. He You know he was really about white nationalism. And things like that, we can see that Trump might have might have read Hitler playbook or he might not. He might just be of the same type of evil as Hitler was. And that's something to think about. See, it's like, yo, when you got a man that's a constant liar, and he's just a man that's in charge, everything else is gonna gonna have a it's gonna have a tumbling effect. It's gonna have a tumbling effect. Like you know, I'm not a I'm not a fan of Joe Biden, Neba or Kamala Harris, but it's like you got to choose a double choose a double that you can stomach. You know, and then as far as you know us that, that just got the, 'cause I'm gonna vote this political season tomorrow on Jamaica Avenue in Queens in front of Social Security Building. Um, the struggle is real. Found The struggle is real organization is having a voter registration drive. And um, they invited me to come out to be one of the speakers to speak. And I'm grateful. So I will be there tomorrow. It's from 2 to 6. It's on Jamaica Avenue in Queens of Social Security building. And all you got to do is take the J train or the E train to the last stop. And, and as you get off, you're going to see us. So, but register to vote too. And, and play a part in your local scene you know cuz we are community stakeholders you know so it's like we have to make people understand our story cuz our story is a little bit different like we different our our needs are different our interests are different because our journey in life is different so, you know, let us get out there and do the things that we can, man. And um, you know, just keep pushing, man. Like even when it's rough, even when when you feel like everything is closing in around you, even when you feel like you're the most vulnerable, even when you feel like you made miscalculations and mistakes, man. Because I'm telling you, I made a whole lot of mistakes this year. I made a whole lot of miscalculations this year. That's just a fact, you know what I mean? And um trying to, I'm trying to, you know, unpack that, realize it, and then move forward, man, because, you know, 2021 will be here in a few months, man, and, um, you know, but let us in the meantime, between time, find out ways, you know, how can we support each other, share our stories with each other, big each other up, because nobody else is going to do it, man, and I just, you know, that's what I wanted to share this morning, this is my six-year home, you know. I ain't going back to prison because, for one, they don't got no Wi-Fi in prison, so they ain't had it when I was there, so I ain't going back to no prison without no Wi-Fi. They don't serve no sushi. They don't got no women. So, who the hell want to go back to prison? And they don't have no opportunity, you know. But if you want to live like a caged animal, then, you know, prison for you. But if you want to be a free man, then you got to, Take the lumps as well as the triumph that's going to come your way. Peace. Malad. Go check out my books, The Hidden Hand Duality So, as well as Prison Survival, Hell's Prison. Go check out my website, com. Check me out on every, every social media that there is. I'm not on TikTok because I'm not a child. So with that being said, peace and enjoy your morning.